Welcome to the Mickey and Minutes Podcast, the short Disney show. I'm your host, Nick Lazaga, and this is episode 50, Winnie the Pooh for President. I'm proud to nominate a bear who's been a friend to me. A bear whose name and story are known by millions sea to sea. And so right now, without more words or any more ado, I give you our next president, the Honorable Winnie the Pooh. And as you might guess, Pooh was nominated for president and Piglet for vice president. As for the platform, everyone in the forest had ideas to offer, but Pooh's was especially interesting. If I'm elected president... I'll see that everybody gets a very, very large pot of honey, especially friendly little bears like me. Well, that wasn't the best platform he could have thought of, but it certainly was the most delicious. Did you know that almost every U.S. president since Harry Truman has visited either Disneyland or Walt Disney World? Before he was president, Ronald Reagan was an actor and a television personality. In fact, he was one of the hosts of the live Disneyland grand opening television event in 1955. Then, he even came back to Disneyland in 1990 to celebrate the park's 35th anniversary. Harry Truman visited Disneyland in 1957, but notably did not ride Dumbo because, as a Democrat, he did not want to be photographed on the symbol of the Republican Party. When JFK was a senator, he visited Disneyland with the president of Guinea in 1959. Then, in 1961, Dwight D. Eisenhower and his wife were made honorary members of the Disneyland Fire Department on their visit to the park. Not long after that, while he was a congressman for the state of Michigan, Gerald Ford visited Disneyland in 1964. Richard Nixon actually became a personal friend of Walt Disney, and even referred to Disneyland as a paradise for children and for grown-ups too. He also has a distinction of visiting the Disney parks more than any other president. But his most famous visit was when he delivered his now infamous I am not a crook speech at the Contemporary Resort at Walt Disney World in 1973. Jimmy Carter also delivered a speech at Walt Disney World in 1978. But his Disney claim to fame is that he got to take a private early morning run through Disneyland while attending a conference at the Disneyland Hotel in 1982. In 1988, while vice president, George Bush visited Disneyland for a special Olympic salute event, and Bill Clinton visited the Disney Institute in Walt Disney World in 1996. George W. Bush visited Walt Disney World twice, once in 2003 when he went to the Grand Floridian, and again in 2006 when he went to the Contemporary Resort. And Barack Obama visited the Magic Kingdom in 2012 to promote his goal of making America the top tourist destination in the world. But he also has a pretty funny Disneyland story from when he was younger. Apparently, when he was a teenager, he got kicked out of Disneyland for smoking cigarettes on the Skyway gondolas after seeing Cool and the Gang perform in the park. 
And finally, Donald Trump was scheduled to speak at a private fundraiser at Walt Disney World in 2019, but the event was relocated to Miami. Now, he never actually made it to a Disney park, but he was featured on an episode of the Mickey Mouse Club back in 1989. But there was only one presidential candidate that had his very own parade and stage show in Disneyland. This candidate ran for president four times in a row, but didn't win because technically he's British and a fictional character. But he's still beloved by children and adults everywhere. On this episode, I'm going to tell you about the times Winnie the Pooh ran for president and used Disneyland as his campaign headquarters. On July 14th, 1968, Winnie the Pooh began campaigning for president at a special family night at the Hollywood Bowl. This event featured Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, the Three Little Pigs, Peter Pan, and of course, Mickey Mouse, supporting Pooh's run for president. After this major event, Pooh continued his campaign at Disneyland with the promise that when he is president, there will be honey in every pot. During his campaign, he was featured on the Tomorrowland stage during a show called On Stage USA that was put on twice a day during July and August. He unfortunately did not win the presidential election that year, but the Pooh for President event was actually put together by Disney Marketing to promote the upcoming animated short, Winnie the Pooh and the Blustery Day. This short was released in December of 1968 and went on to win the Academy Award for Best Animated Short. So, Disney called the campaign a success. It was so successful, in fact, that Winnie the Pooh actually ran for president again in 1972. Running as the candidate for the Children's Party and using the slogan, Pooh in 72, Winnie the Pooh expanded his campaign events to the newly opened Walt Disney World as well as Disneyland. He seemed way better prepared this time as he asked his good friend Piglet to be his vice president Eeyore to be his campaign manager, and Tigger to be his press secretary. He promised to lick the high prices of ice cream cones, and once again to put honey in every pot. He also said that if elected president, he would put two tricycles in every garage, provide free candy on holidays, and make sure everyone enjoys two Saturdays a week. Winnie the Pooh even went on a campaign tour this time around, which was sponsored by Sears and Amtrak. He and his team hopped on the Disneyland Railroad for a photo op and then went from Union Station in LA to Kansas City, Chicago, Washington DC, and Seattle. Thousands of people actually showed up to these events, so he was clearly a very popular candidate. But once again, unfortunately, he did not win the election. But he decided to throw his hat in the presidential ring one more time in 1976 with the campaign slogan, Winnie's a honey of a candidate. This Pooh for President event took place at Disneyland on October 24th and 25th. They had a Tigger tape parade down Main Street and a Poolitical fundraising rally in Town Square. There were also Winnie the Pooh cartoons being shown all day in the Fantasyland Theater and a stage show called The Pooh Review that was performed three times a day on the Tomorrowland stage. This time around, at the end of the day, children leaving Disneyland received a free Pooh for President poster, a pin, and a coloring kit. This clearly made him very popular with the kids, and he became known as the children's pick in 76. Outside of Disneyland, Sears, who was once again a sponsor, sold special Winnie the Pooh merchandise and put out a special record of Winnie the Pooh's official campaign song. 
That song, Pooh for President, was actually nominated for Best Recording for Children at the Grammy Awards that year. Winnie the Pooh did not win the 1976 presidential election, but once again, he persevered and decided to run one more time in 1980. But this time, another Disney character decided to run too, the evil codfish himself, Captain Hook. This time, Disneyland guests who showed up to the park during the event were given ballots each day to vote between the two characters. And Captain Hook, being the villain he is, typically tried to cheat in the election, but he seemed to always get caught. Now, even though Winnie the Pooh never actually became president of the United States, it seemed like everyone really enjoyed his campaigns. He hasn't run for president since 1980, but I'm sure that if he ever decides to come out of political retirement, he will get a lot of votes. Well, I hope you enjoyed that quick look at the times Winnie the Pooh ran for president and those times that real presidents visited Disney. Did you know about these presidential Disney visits? Also, would you have voted for Winnie the Pooh? Let me know on Twitter at Mickey in Minutes. Now, I know it's been a while since my last episode, and I just wanted to thank you for continuing to support the show. I love producing fun, light-hearted Disney content, and I'm very proud that now I've released 50 episodes. For me, Mickey in Minutes is a fun way to spread joy and positivity to anyone who listens. And I plan to continue putting out episodes for a while, though probably not on any sort of regular schedule since I am pretty busy. And I hope that you continue to listen and continue to tell your friends and family about the show. Because honestly, I think everyone can use a little more Disney magic right about now. Well, thanks so much for listening to the show. If you liked it, please rate it, review it, and subscribe to it on iTunes, and tell your fellow Disney friends about it. Look out for another episode very soon. You can follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at Mickey and Minutes, find us on YouTube for some Disney trivia and other fun videos, and check out MickeyandMinutes.com for show notes, exclusive podcast episodes, and more. Thanks again for listening to the Mickey and Minutes podcast. I'll see you next time. Bye. Folks here about say, bro, rabbits leaving home. I say...